I'm nervous now. All right. I think we're live then. I don't know where, but somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Hello, all. This is Jada Tholey, as it says right here. Um, this is my first podcast episode. Uh, so far, th th this will be called Driven by Youth. So that has its own meaning, which we can talk about later. This is my sub two battle buddy, Monique. Hello. Thank you for joining me again. Oh, Joel's already here. If you go to the right and click comments, you can see him. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, very this cool. Is my first live, I don't know. <laughs> yes, you're awesome. So thank you for joining me. Um, can you tell me and everybody else about kind of who you are, whatever you feel comfortable with, but like, you know, what were you doing before real estate or in real estate? And, you know, do you have a family and such and such? All of that stuff. Yeah. So I actually grew up in Tennessee and Kentucky. Um, I got a degree in mining engineering. And so that's how I got out to Wyoming, where I am now. Um, and I met my husband at the coal mine. <laughs> And then we started a family. So I have two boys um, and they're getting a little bit older. So I have more free time. <laughs> they're both in school. <laughs> but um, yeah, so then we both quit. We moved out to his family's or to the ranch his family's had for like, I don't know, I think 125 years it's coming up. So um, yeah, so I was out in the middle of nowhere for a while uh, when kids kind of got into school. I had more time to start getting back into things because I've always been like a, I always want to do something. Um, I always want my own money. <laughs> so <laughs> real estate is where I'm at right now. Um, I got in, I got hooked. Most people get hooked in by Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I actually got hooked in by another Robert Kiyosaki book, Why the Rich Keep Getting Richer. Yeah, so actually started in the stock market um, and I was at my computer all day long because I was day trading and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. So um, dove into real estate. We bought our first property in June of 21 and it was a little mobile home park. Um, and then after that, we acquired a short term rental property with two cabins and then another long term property. Um, the cabins and then our last long-term property were both seller financed. So, um, so yeah, so here we are. <laughs> Very cool. I like how you're like, oh yeah, the first little property and it's a whole RV park. I mean, even if it's not a lot, RV park is a lot. What? Yeah, we, we got it cheap enough. So it was one of those, I'm like, oh, this is a deal. I'll take it. <laughs> Jumped in blindly. We've had, We've had some fun and expensive lessons, but um, it's still cash flowing about $2,500 a month. So it um, turned out to be really, really good. And we probably have, probably have 250,000 into it. So, wow, um, worked out good. So yeah. So now we're like ready to get rid of our short-term rentals and 
because my husband's a rancher and he's not into hospitality. <laughs> so we butt heads. Um, and so, yeah, we're looking to sell our short-term rentals and buy more mobile home parks. Wow. So is this, <clears throat> I might've missed it because my internet is kind of blotchy today. Um, so are you guys just doing real estate together full-time? No, we're, it's kind of my gig. Um, let's just say I'm the brains behind the operation. He steps in when something construction wise needs to happen, or he thinks I'm crazy and we don't need to do that. <laughs> um, but he's, he's a rancher full time. Um, he's part, part owner of a 50,000 acre ranch. So that kind of keeps him busy. Um, my gig and he's supporting me in it. And, um, yeah, so that's what we've been doing. Um, took kind of a step back. Um, I also have my license, real estate license and was an agent for a while, not my cup of tea. Um, but yeah, I took a step back at the beginning of the year to focus on my health. Um, and spend a little time on myself because it's been a wild ride for the last two years <laughs> and um yeah so getting getting ready to get back into it again so yay why um why did you think that being an agent wasn't your thing well i originally got my license so wyoming's a non-disclosure state so if you want comps you either have to have a relationship good relationship with an agent or um, there's not really, you can't really get access to comps. Yeah. Um, so that was originally why I did that. Um, when we bought our cabins, the broker was looking for another agent cause he's an older broker. Um, his other agent had left. And so he told me it would be part-time and I could have all of his deals, um, under 1.5 million. So I'm like, okay, this will be easy. <laughs> Um, it didn't turn out that way and it ended up being very involved. Um, my brokerage was two hours away from where I live and yeah, so still did some good deals, um, networked with a lot of really good people and still have those relationships. So, um, don't regret it. Uh, again, everything's a learning lesson, but I don't have to go back and think, hmm, should I have done that? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I'm kind of coming up on my eligibility to actually get my own broker's license. And that's kind of up in the, I'm debating um, just to continue to have MLS access. But in reality, it'd probably be easier just to work with um, an agent. But I also understand the contracts or the state contracts for Wyoming now um, understand the agent world a lot better. So, um, you know, learned a lot and I think it's definitely going to help moving forward too. Very cool. And how has it been, I guess, just in general with family and working? So like, I know you and your husband kind of work together. How, do you feel like you guys mesh well when you do? And then in terms of like being a mom as well, how, how does that go with, you know, doing all of this? Cause this is a lot, especially yeah. when you're saying like running a mobile home park and Airbnbs, Airbnbs are a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, um, 
again, I got burnt out. Um, I had a lot of mom guilt. Um, a lot of it was more when I was being an agent. Um, I was just gone all day. My husband picked up the slack <laughs> and would feed the kids when they got home from school and all of that if I got home late. But, um, but yeah, it, it's not something I want to do. And I've learned from that, that we want to be more passive investors. Mm -hmm. um, we've got a pretty good uh, system set up with our current mobile home park where we're pretty passive. Mm -hmm. um, and so we like that. And I'm exploring other opportunities um, by making money at home. Ideally, we I want to make a lot of money so that I can just be more passive. So um, either buying into people's syndications um, or just having the resources. Um, I feel like right now money is the one thing that holds us back from going after bigger deals. Um, and a lot of that I think is mindset too. So I've really been working on my mindset. <laughs> um, I will say mindset and personal development, you have to do it along the journey yeah. or eventually it'll catch up with you. Um, and then you'll start integrating it down the road. But that was one of the lessons I learned, um, taking care of myself. Um, continuing to learn, continuing to work on the mindset, because if you don't, fear will creep in and <laughs> get you. But um, but yeah, so I'm actually reason we're in, well, we're in Project Forward together. So <laughs> I am actually learning about digital marketing and affiliate marketing and social media. So that's one of the routes I'm looking to generate more income, um, again, passively. And, um, yeah, kind of rambling there, but <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. You're good. <laughs> I like it. I love hearing all of your thoughts. And I think that's, that's really smart too, to try to go into like different avenues and not just like, if you're like, okay, well, I got these base stuff, you know, seeing what else you can do. Um, definitely feel you on the mindset. I'm, I mean, I also feel like because I am just younger and I don't know, I, I feel sometimes like I'm like, I'm too young or I'm too this or this. And it's, it's, um, it's really interesting to, to start feeling all of those things. Um, but within the last two months, personal development stuff has been my focus and man, yeah, it's helped so, so much. I, um, do you know, Alex lovely? I don't. I, um, I, for anybody watching, I definitely recommend you guys look into him. He is, um, I mean, he does a lot of multifamily and real estate stuff in general, but I uh, recently, uh, and he's going to be opening up a, another one of these, but um, he did like a personal development course that was so very helpful. And it was an eight week program and um, it was pretty intimate. So I think the next ones they're going to be opening up a little bit more, but they were really, really good. Like weekly, you just kind of focus on certain things. So one week was like time management. One week was about stress. Another week was about you know, um, thinking about your kind of voice of, uh, judgment, we would call it, and then voice of wisdom. So it's kind of like the little angel and devil, like, okay, who's saying what right now and who are you going to be listening to? And that was, that's <laughs> been keeping me going the past eight weeks and we just finished it. But, uh, 
yeah, like I, I think it's really important for people to actually, you know, whether it's going to church, whether it's going into these programs or whatever, having some sort of community to focus at least weekly on your mindset and like where you are is so important. And I, I forgot, I can never remember his last name because it's insane, but um, I think he's Italian. I think it's Nick Santa something. He was in um, Brad Sumrock's, he was a speaker at Brad Sumrock's uh, summit this last couple of weeks, which was a multifamily convention. And um, he was born with no legs, one arm and one finger. And he's built like multi-million dollar companies. So it's kind of like, well, if he could do it, we all can do it. What's our excuse? We don't have an excuse. And he, he's been doing a, um, a mindset kind of program as well. And it's, it's been really helpful. Like, it's crazy to think when I was younger, I would, I would think about, like, I would be driving down the street and there would be just empty outlets it seems like but stores that were there for years and years on end and i started thinking like how did these people make money like i'd never see anybody shopping there and then i started thinking about like well how do like personal coaches make money and blah 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 blah. like they're just talking to people like what do they actually do and now that i'm in these programs i'm like oh my god yeah they're so important (laughs) i definitely get it now yeah there's so many ways to make money and i think especially I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit older than you. <laughs> um, but there's so many ways to make money. And I think at least my generation and older generations, were, it's kind of one of those, like, if you're not struggling or it's not hard, then what are you doing? You know, you're not earning money. And um, so I'm really trying to work on that mindset and look into you know, why am I holding myself back? Because really, if you don't have what you want, um, I mean, unfortunately, it's your own fault. So it's like, what can I do? Like, what am I missing? What do I need? Um, I think at this point now for me is doing that inner, that inner, you know, spiritual work and understanding where my fear is and when I subconsciously hold myself back. Um, Cause ultimately, yeah, it's in this, like, am I actually afraid of success? Like <laughs> um, just crazy stuff, but it's really been great. And um, yeah, I'm kind of really digging it right now. So <laughs> It's like, Oh my God. Yeah, this is great. And then one day you're like, Oh my God. Uh. <laughs> Like, what did I do? And I mean, as humans, I think we naturally, we want to revert back to the easy. Um, It's just our primal instincts. So, and I don't think it ever gets easier. You just add more tools to your tool belt to overcome um, those hurdles and it gets easier and you get through them faster. So. Mm -hmm. So what do you think, or what was your, what was your why going into this and has that developed over the years or over your journey? Um, money. <laughs> I know that sounds silly. Um, and most people say it's a deeper why it is a deeper why it comes. I don't want to be codependent on my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, we're comfortable, but that's not, 
I am a visionary. I love, I love the chase. I love learning. Um, and ultimately I have big goals. Like I want to travel. I don't want money to be the reason I can't go after something. Nice. Um, I, I don't want that scarcity mindset and I know to get out of that, I'm going to have to get very uncomfortable, but, um, and I guess going back, I've seen my grandmother. I don't know if you can hear that. My dog is like napping and making more noises. Um, but my grandmother and my mother gave everything to their family. So they were kind of codependent on, I'm going to take care of these people. But then um, when their children don't, you know, don't live nearby, don't spend time with them or their spouse dies or their friends die. Anyways, they, they aren't happy and they're later on in their life and they still don't even know what they want. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to say I know what I want either, but I, I have dreams. So I'm going after those and I'm sure it will always evolve, but. I don't, I don't want to be a victim, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, I want to control my future. If something happens to my husband, I don't want to have to worry financially. Mm -hmm. So all kinds of selfish reasons. <laughs> um, no, I think those are, I think just because something can be selfish doesn't mean it's bad. So I think those are perfectly very good reasons. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think a lot of people recently I was watching, you know, there's a lot of like dating advice kind of videos, but it's also just good in general. And there was one that was talking about, um, you know, if somebody comes into your life and, you know, you, you get really intoxicated by them and you start really just focusing on them too much, you, it's really easy to start ignoring the other parts of your life. And somebody um, had mentioned, he's like, well, you, you, I, I like to think about my life as a table. So I want to make sure all of the legs are strong. And, uh, you know, what happens if this this leg falls? Like, are the three other legs still strong enough to stand, like, withstand the table? So I think that's that's really good. You're, you're trying to make sure that all of your, your bases are covered. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, a proactive, and I try to be proactive instead of reactive. Um, that's good and bad. So I am one of those that gets analysis paralysis. So, um, but yeah, so it's kind of, kind of the reasoning behind it. And um, yeah, I really just want to travel. I probably want to live in Mexico for six months. Oh, <laughs> drink margaritas and lay on the beach and work for my computer. So Spanish? No. <laughs> Um, I want to learn. So if someone gives Spanish, Spanish lessons, I've tried, what is it? I've tried Rosetta Stone and I just can't. Um, yeah. Like, I think I need to just hire a Spanish teacher. <laughs> I think so. Honestly, like I, I mean, I barely know Spanish, but the rest of my family is, family is like fluent in Spanish. That was their first language and it was mine. But then my mom put me in preschool and then she just started speaking English more. So now I'm like, what the heck, mom? Why would you do that? <laughs> you are my downfall but um i've tried different things yeah i tried duolingo like rosetta stone and all of those and i don't i think i think the secret there is to understand the grammar uh structure and then understanding uh conjugations because once you know how to say like 
oh, I'm going to this place or I went to this place. Like, it's like, oh my God, I don't know. For me, that's the biggest thing. To do, yeah. I don't know, maybe we need, we need, we need a Spanish teacher, people. <laughs> Like, we'll pay you to be our Spanish teacher. Oh my God, yes. We speak Spanish. No one in our team, my team, Oscar. So I I'm, I work with um, a multifamily team and most of us are Hispanic too. And only one out of like five of us can actually speak Spanish. Oh, I need to up my game. I think it's huge. I mean, I think um, I'll just get into it. Like, Oh, some of us Americans are very lazy. Um, and, and yeah, it's like, I need to learn Spanish just to provide more value to more people. Yeah. You know, um, to help more people. And I need to get over myself and just try. I, I tried in high school, but I cannot roll my R's to save my <laughs> life. So, um, but one day it's on the list. It's on the list to tackle. I believe, you know, speaking about lists, do you, are you one of those people that make goals and then try to kind of have like a, here, this is my 12 month goal. This is my monthly goal and my weekly goal then, or like my daily goal. Are you, are you one of those? Or is it just like abstract? You kind of know where you want to go and you're trying to work towards that somehow. No, I'm not. Um, I have ADHD. <laughs> uh, but that is actually something. Actually, it's on my to-do list today. I'm going to start. Um, and I've started journaling. I have to basically train myself to be, to do that and to set a plan and to not give myself to other people to where I don't have times to do the time to do the things that are really important. Mm -hmm. um, again, things that I've not done and pushed off. And now it's like, okay, I, I have to do it. Like it's time to get to the next level and I can't keep working like this. Um, so yeah, that's my, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why I got burnt out too, because it's like, what are my top three things? I, I'm like a big Darren Hardy fan. Um, and yeah, it's like, what are my top three things? What are the three things I need to do every day to work towards those and um, really hit it out? So yeah, mm. I, I mean, I have lists everywhere, <laughs> but um, it's a day by day thing. So that's actually something I am working on right now and possibly looking at if I find a system because I'm old school, I, I'm trying to use Google Calendar, but pen and paper is my jam. Yeah. And so while there's a ton of stuff out on Amazon, everyone has their own book or journal or planner. Um, if I find something that works really well for me, then I'll probably publish it. And um, maybe that'll be another revenue stream. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's a really good idea. I actually looking at it now <laughs> i totally forgot that i i had written down a list i yeah sometimes i'm like okay i got my goals set and then i forget them <laughs> so so looking i made sure i wrote it down in two different places so there's one right here where i look at my screen and then one right here at the wall so i'm like okay that's good um that's actually been helping me so that i don't forget what they are but i was speaking to i believe her name is ali fitzmaurice 
Mm -hmm. She's also in the multifamily space and in the self-storage uh, space, but um, she's a freaking hustler. It's amazing. But she had, uh, was it mentioned power lists to me and I'll send you the article, but um, I really like that as well. And we have been keeping each other accountable and we've been, we share a notes app or a, a notes in the like Apple notes app. And so it alerts us whenever one of us is on it. And I really like it because in there, we're making sure that we make power lists every day. So a power list is essentially a list that will, that you make, it could be like three to five things or whatever, but three to five things that will get you to your, your goals or your long-term goal. So um, for me, like long-term goals are like, uh, let's see, what's this one? 10K a month. Um, oh, I forget which one it is. I have different things written down. But 10K a month, I want to um, go to at least four conferences this year. I want to own 100 units by the end of next year. And by the end of, yeah, by the end of next year. And then um, something about social media that I didn't really write down too much. But so now every day I'm going like, okay, well, I know I have this to-do list of like tasks I need to do, but what are like the main things that I need to get done in order to progress. Cause there's a bunch of stuff like it, especially in the hospitality business, I manage Airbnbs and there's always like write a review or like start a claim or, you know, go onto price labs and look at the dynamic pricing and stuff. But it's like, okay, well, is that really going to get me to my goals? Is, is, is it going to help me get to that 10 K if it is perfect, let me put it in there. If it's not, if it's like get a handyman or whatever to do whatever, it's like, all right, well, not powerless worthy. So I've found that that has been super helpful. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. It's like, what can I, if I'm making this much an hour, any any task that I can pay somebody less than that an hour, I need to hire out. But, or I live in the middle of nowhere. I mean, I love a housekeeper and a chef, <laughs> but um, nobody wants to drive an hour. To come see me so <laughs> um but yeah I think that's awesome so cool i feel like i have more questions but i don't know how personal to get because <laughs> it's really just like i would love to to understand like so you being kind of out in the middle of nowhere so you say um does that mean that you guys and especially since your husband is like part owner of a, of a ranch. Do you guys do a lot of homesteading? Do you plant your own plants or are you, is that something that's in your horizon or in your interests? Um, I've done it all, but what most people don't know, I mean, do it if you enjoy it, mm -hmm. but I am one of those that gets laser focused and I go extreme. Um, so I had chickens, but I was breeding super rare show chickens. <laughs> So um, that was exhausting. Mm -hmm. um, I did gardening I, and I have a greenhouse. Um, I grew dahlias this year just as a something fun. But um, growing a garden in Wyoming is a crapshoot. The weather <laughs> here, like our growing season is short and we usually get hailstorms in the summer. Oh my um, God. High winds. So um, if you don't have a greenhouse, Growing garden out here is like, it's a waste of your time. So um, I guess at this point, I know if I had to be self-sustaining, I, I could do it. But 
I'm not going to do it unless it's like something that I enjoy. And, um, but right now I, I don't, (laughs) it's a lot of hard work and I don't want to put my energy towards that right now. It's a distraction right now, I guess. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, but yeah, I've done it all when the kids were little, (laughs) um, you can't become a millionaire raising chickens, <laughs> I guess, unless you have a really good social media following. Yeah. Um, you can, but I didn't know about social media when I did it. Um, I'm sure if I started it when I did do that, I would be well off, but yeah, I'm not. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm down for the personal questions or whatever. I mean, we have, um, we do a lot with oil and gas companies out here. Um, I've been able to apply a lot of stuff from our real estate businesses and we're now um, improving the ranch business a lot. So that'll increase profitability there. Um, uh, we have an airplane, so that's kind of fun. <laughs> what? Oh, did you buy it or inherit it? Oh, no, we've we've this is our second one but yeah we have like a Cessna 185 so so that's fun like um you know takes us three hours to drive somewhere to get good food we can hop in the airplane and get there in like 30 minutes so that's kind of fun but (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Um, but yeah but yeah I don't know if you know ranchers are either really poor or they have money and you think they're poor (laughs) yeah that's that's what I've gathered. Because I mean, it take or from from what I assume, it takes money to have a ranch. Like that's a lot of upkeep and stuff. So yeah, yeah, we're lucky. We have mineral royalties, and um, there's oil and gas out here, so we have the land makes a lot of money. Um, we're rearranging the cattle operation right now because the way we were running it, it wasn't profitable. Um, but yeah, I feel really bad for the small time ranchers and stuff. Um, in my, when I was an agent, I was connected with brokers that sell like hundred million dollar ranches. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyways, there's a lot of wealthy people buying up a lot of land right mm-hmm. now. And I think, you know, if you have debt on a ranch or something, eventually you're going to just you're not going to make it and they'll buy you out. Um, and anyways, I think the market for beef is really low right now and we're really getting off on a tangent, but, um, the market's controlled. Um, and so I can see when all the little guys are out, you know, meat's going to be a luxury again, um, for everybody. So I don't know. We'll see, see what happens, but you have to constantly be evolving if you want to, if you want to keep going. Um, if you're not growing, then you're dying. <laughs> so, yeah. And so how did you learn all of that? And the, yeah, this is definitely now going off <laughs> of a real estate. Do it. <laughs> I'm, this is very intriguing. And I, so both my dad and I really want to understand more about homesteading and how to be more self-sustainable and it's like okay well obviously we're not 
probably not going to get to your your point. Or if we do, it'll be, you know, years probably in the future because we don't have any any uh, experience with any of this. How, I mean, did you grow up learning about this and kind of grew up in this? Or did you go onto YouTube or read books? Or was it your husband's family that helped you out? How do I learn? Um, I don't get... I do more of the business side. So my husband, his brother, like the men do all the physical labor. And there's a lot of things that I um, don't do, um, don't want to do. <laughs> um, it's, can we cuss on that? It's shitty work. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> it literally is. And being a cowboy is like super glorified, especially mm. now with like Yellowstone being out. Um yeah. And, but in the reality, you like, if you're a ranch hand, you get paid crap mm -hmm. and it's very hard work, um, physically, mentally. Um, so I do more of the business side. A lot of that I've learned just from my own stuff. As far as gardening, um, my grandparents always had a garden growing up. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I guess it was. It just comes easy. You know, some things come easier to people than other things. Yeah. Um, a lot of lessons. You always learn something. Mm -hmm. um, and then chickens. Yeah, it was like, well, I'll just get chickens. And again, I like research the heck out of everything. I always want the best. <laughs> um, and I did the rare um, chickens and like show chickens because I could sell a dozen eggs I could sell an egg for $10 versus you know, I could get like $120 a dozen instead of five if I was lucky. So, um, you know, learning, learning all of that. And there's definitely, there's always economies of scale. Mm. Um, but it really just depends, you know, if you're doing it for yourself, um, you have to really want to do it. Yeah, I guess I should say that. Um, the garden, always excited in the spring to do a garden. Um, but then when fall comes and it's time to harvest and can and store things that you've grown, it's, um, again, I would say get a professional kitchen. <laughs> okay, yeah. And, or if I was going to do it so it wasn't so labor intensive, I would actually have a community of people like one person grows one thing um and there's multiple of you and then you guys can all share um and that makes it a lot easier so that's what I, that's my goal that's my end goal i want to make like a cul-de-sac or like communities of people that i think are good so good. Yeah. people are doing it maybe that's like your <laughs> oh you can buy a multifamily and it's like very, it's got this home, it's got some land with it and you got this homesteading kind oh of God. theme. That's to a really it. good idea. <laughs> Ooh, that's for in my thirties, I will say. <laughs> well, cool. I, I really appreciate um, you coming on here and learning a lot of different things about you. <laughs> You're really interesting. I like how you get, uh, like you said, like laser focus when you're like, oh, I want to know about this or I want to do this. Oh, my God. There's like no stopping you, it seems like. 
Yeah, I get, I just, yeah, I get laser focused and everything else um, doesn't get attention. So that's why I need to plan. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think I used to get FOMO really bad too, or like I'm running out of time. I got to do it now. And um, I mean, we're all running out of time, but I've learned to chill a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for having me on here. It's been fun. Hopefully nobody fell asleep um, with me talking, but. Yeah. You have a very soothing voice. It's like, yeah. oh, it's kind of hip hypnotizing. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> My I Southern, hope hopefully you can probably hear a little bit of Southern accent in there, but. A little bit. It's great. I love it when I do. Cause I, I mean, I'm mainly around people from Los Angeles or, you know, California. So I like hearing that the what is it the southern twain a little draw yeah 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 cool well thank you so much i will let you continue on with your day and i am very very glad that we did this <laughs> good team cool well, thank you all for staying or hearing or listening or watching and we will talk to you guys soon yay Bye.